Hey guys, it's Sammy and Robbie back again to tell you about another upcoming con. And we're super excited about this one. Mm-hmm. It's another Indiana one. This one is Pop Con, Indie Pop Con to be exact. And it's going to be in Indianapolis, again at the Convention Center. Indiana Convention Center. Right in downtown Indianapolis. And Robbie will be there April 26th through the 28th. Yes. We were just at the Indiana Comic-Con, so if you missed us, Mm -hmm. you get a chance to meet us again Mm -hmm. at PopCon. Yes. Well, at least Robbie. At least me. Ashley will be there. Oh, yeah. Ashley will be there. That's an exciting thing. Ashley will be there, so you get to meet a lot of us on the network. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two-thirds. Two-thirds of it, yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, if you're coming to the show, please stop by the Limitless Broadcasting booth. Mm -hmm. We're always excited to see you. All right. Oh, my God. Well, I guess we'll see you guys at the show. Bye. Bye. You're listening to the Limitless Broadcasting Network. Oh, and something I forgot. Dust. Just a little bit of pixie dust. Welcome, foolish mortals, to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Sammy. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Shall we begin? It's time to get things started on the most sensational, inspirational, celebrational, motivational Welcome, Pixie Dusters. We're your favorite hosts. I'm Sammy. And I'm Ashley. Welcome to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast featuring Dan. Greetings, friends. Yay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and of course, we are produced by Limitless Broadcasting. Mm-hmm. Make sure you check out all of our social media, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. Yes. Mm-hmm. And also check out all the other podcasts. There's like a couple new podcasts starting, right, there Sammy? There are, yes. Uh-huh. And probably have an ad for it in here if Robbie gets his life together. So. Yeah. The partner complex, is is that a new Robbie or is that the same Robbie? That he's doing that with his friend Marvin, who also okay. does independent film. Like he's a big film guy, so they're doing, nice. so they're doing buddy movies, but they're like black and white buddy movies, so like Lethal Weapon. Mm-hmm. Oh, because they're black. Okay, yeah, because they're black. Yeah, But they also talk about Hollywood stuff, which Robbie tries to talk to me about, and I'm like, okay, you need a friend to talk to. Yeah, like, <laughs> like seriously. Like, oh yeah, let's talk about this strike. And I'm like, I I don't I don't know anything about this to, to have a conversation. Yeah. What do you think about the studios? And I'm like, um, they're they're kind of greedy. I don't know. <laughs> I don't have like a thought on this really. So yeah, so he does that with Marvin. Greed is the name of the game. It is. They are um, they are greedy, just to reiterate. They are mm-hmm. very, very yeah, greedy. See? I got that part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've listened to some of the actors speak about it. Yeah. Well, that's cool. I'm glad I I yeah. When I saw it, I'm like, I think that's Sammy's Robbie, but his hair's really different in the audio in the in the picture thing. So I'm like, maybe that's a different Robbie. Yeah, because it's know. it's AI, the future. Mm. It's an AI photo. I don't even want to get into AI. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a whole other conversation. Yeah, lots of a, thoughts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Anywho, this month uh, we are in. What are we in? September. September. Yes, September. Mm-hmm. What? We're in September. Next month is Halloween. What the hell? It's Halloween now. I would just like no, to let it's you not. Know. And this was specifically on not. my mind to argue with you about. It is today. still 90 degrees it's outside. It is not fall. I would like you to understand. We are in Florida. This is how we cope. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Halloween but season you don't starts. Have fall. Well, exactly. So we have to enjoy listen, it as much as possible in our minds. Sometimes at night it gets, you know, like maybe 80 instead of 90. It's been getting into the 80s at night. It has. And well, in the morning, okay. It's I actually been, as much. I look to see what you guys' temperature has been this week and we've been hotter than you. I know. Yeah. yeah. My mom likes to give me updates. She'll be like, oh, do you know what the temperature is like in Fort Wayne? Oh, and I'm like, gosh. how are they like two degrees warmer than us? That's bizarre. Oh, it happens all the time. When I was living down there, I would always call my mom and dad and be like, hey, it's only 80 here. How hot is it there? 
That's like so funny. 95. Mm-hmm. Have fun with that. No, but, but that's Indiana for you. It's just, yeah, it you can't Indiana. decide We're what just, season it is for a hot minute. Have and then it's fall, you know. We have 12 seasons. Mm-hmm. So true. <laughs> but, true. But anyway, I just want to reiterate that when Spirit Halloween opens, it is officially Halloween season. And that oh. is always the end of July. So mm. summer is still happening. Summer is still around. Fall doesn't happen until what what is the official like september 21st mm, no it's definitely no, no, well before no. that oh yeah. dear lord okay we need to move on the, the only problem uh, with that is that like people say the same thing about christmas so by that logic you could say it's christmas as soon as like people start putting christmas up stuff up in target which but they that's do what they do Halloween, which aggravates me <laughs> yeah so I have that's a, why i'm a little bit torn on i that. do i am a bit um of a hypocrite because i'll be like it'll be october and I'll start seeing Christmas stuff, and then I'll endlessly, endlessly complain about the fact that there's Christmas stuff. Out, exactly. so. And I say this, I like Christmas. I'm a fan of Christmas. Me too. But when during Christmas, not during Halloween. Exactly. And Halloween shouldn't be during my summer. I like my summer. I know. It's Halloween it's for me like all season. the time. I mean, <laughs> hello. Yeah, I always yeah, have I It is really Halloween all the time in your house. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyways, back on track. This month. Uh, we decided as a group that we just wanted to talk about some movies that have been out and we just haven't touched base on them yet. Nope. So uh, to give you kind of a, a idea of what's happening this one, uh, today we're talking about Lightyear. Mm-hmm. Little, little begrudgingly for me. Yeah. Um, uh, Hamilton, we're talking Hamilton, which I'm super excited about. That'll be next mm-hmm. week. So good. So uh, and then, um, uh, seeing red and hold on. I have my episode list. Up. I don't know what we're talking I'm about. I'm actually so. being good. Peter Pan and Wendy. Okay. Which I've heard mixed reviews on. So I'm, we'll see how that I goes. I don't know how that goes. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard mixed reviews on turning red as well. So, and light years. So we're kind of doing more of the controversial move movies this month except for hamilton yeah everyone seems to love hamilton Hamilton. yeah (laughs) everyone loves hamilton no one's complaining about hamilton if there's something controversial about hamilton is that you forced it to be there There there's nothing controversial about hamilton Mm -hmm. no nothing Mm -mm. yeah so good can't wait to talk about it next week but we're gonna get the other one out of the way first Mm, Uh, and uh sammy is the one who did all the research on this so take it away yes all right so first we got our lovely summary that i think i got off of rotten tomatoes i don't really remember but Anyway, legendary space ranger Buzz Lightyear embarks on an intergalactic adventure alongside ambitious recruits Izzy, Moe, Darby, and his robot companion, Socks. Best character ever, by the way. Best character in the whole movie. Love him. As this motley crew tackles their toughest mission yet, they must learn to work together as a team to escape the evil Zerg and his dutiful robot army that are never far behind. I know, Ashley, we'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. Don't worry, we'll get there. And so this one is rated PG for action and peril. It's genre, kids and family, comedy, adventure, sci-fi, animation, and action, which that's pretty much everything yeah. in there. Yeah. About that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Director, Angus McLean. Producer, Gail Suzman. Writers, Jason Headley, Angus McLean. And it was released on June 17th, 2022. So a little over a year ago, it came out in theaters. And its box office gross was 118.3 million, which is wow. definitely low for a Pixar movie. Yeah, I think. Is. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then I have some sprinkled in here, some, because as Ashley said, there are some controversial <laughs> thoughts and opinions and they're like light year bombed at the office, box office, and it didn't do as well. So, mm-hmm. um, so I bomb no matter what. some stuff. Well, one of the things too, um, so apparently Lightyear was the most watched movie worldwide on Disney plus when it came out in August, 2022. Huh. Interesting. Both Ow. Deadline, I, I have thoughts on this. Both Deadline Hollywood and Variety attributed the performance to competition from Jurassic World Dominion and Top Gun Maverick as far as the box office numbers. So when it came out, Jurassic World was already out and Top Gun was already out. And we all know Top Gun was like, like that's what brought everyone back to the movies mm-hmm. is what they yes. were saying. I went and saw it. It was not like you. Mm-hmm. So that was one thing. And then other box office analysts believe that family audiences might not have shown up to theaters because they became accustomed to the availability of Pixar films at home because the three previous films 
Soul, Luca, and Turning Red were all released directly to Disney Plus during the pandemic. And I do think that Disney has shot themselves in the foot a little bit with oh some my of gosh, this yeah. because I, now, granted, during the pandemic, what were you going to do? Like, right. I mean, clearly we weren't. But you we didn't go have to, to release. Movies. You didn't have to release so much new content. Mm-hmm. All you had to do was give us the old content you put in the vault, and we'd have been happy. Yeah, I they I feel I like the way they handled it maybe what seemed reasonable at the time, but now looking back, maybe shouldn't have done it because mm-hmm. that's what I think. I think the fact that this was the most watched movie in august and they basically said the entire month of august this was number one light year was on disney plus i mean i feel like that is a sign that came out during that time yeah i think yeah so. mm-hmm. okay. i mean so they didn't have like new choices i mean i'm not gonna act like you have like competition there was nothing disney new plus. star wars nothing new marvel no. like if mm-hmm. there was a star wars or marvel it would have been put in the background mm-hmm. and they probably knew that yeah. but i do think that disney with their release schedules has has kind of done this to themselves you know they Mm -hmm. Robbie was telling me movies are in theater or at least like maybe Disney ones are in theaters for like 45 days and then they're going to be on Disney plus so like that's nothing to wait like a month and a half to watch a movie on streaming no and then you don't have to deal if you're not a movie theater person you don't have to deal with bringing your kids to the theater and buying them Mm -hmm. snacks (laughs) or having to keep them quiet during the movie and entertain you can watch it at home where it's a little bit easier so Especially with the price of like the price of tickets now is so ridiculous. Like, why Mm -hmm. would you want to pay that much? Even even just by yourself. Like, I went as an adult to see the Mario movie, Mm -hmm. and I was like, I don't remember it being this much. So yeah, well, yeah, yeah, because like on sale they're like like ten bucks now, and that used to be a full ticket. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, my matinee price was like fourteen, fifteen around there. So. Yeah, in India, Indiana, the matinee price is around ten, ten mm-hmm. fifty. Um, but yeah, I remember matinee being five ninety nine. Yeah, and the regular tickets being ten bucks. So yeah, mm-hmm. it, it has gone up. But they have, I, I agree, they've shot themselves in the foot. It was because of the very short lived regime that is no longer at Disney and now is trying to be is being dismantled. Is what I think is what happened. Mm-hmm. Um. And the other part is, is they shot themselves in the foot because they put him on Disney Plus for free. If they would have done what they did with like Mulan and some of those or other ones where like, okay, you can't go to the theater right now. Totally get it. But we still need to make money. So if you want to watch it early, like get a theater, here's mm-hmm. 30 bucks for your whole family. Yeah, and if I'm you have surprised. a family of four or five, that mm-hmm. is a good price to watch a movie. Um, and, and then you have it and mm-hmm. for the rest of the time, like, it's not like you have to pay 30 bucks again. Mm-hmm. So why they didn't do this for soul and for Luca and for turning red and for anything else that they put really, out there, anything, I don't yeah. understand because they, again, shot themselves in the foot. They're losing money. I just saw an article saying that Disney is at the lowest that it's been in the stocks in a long time. And Oof. it's just because of all this crap yeah. that a certain he sh- who shall not be named was put into power mm-hmm. did to us. Yeah, that is a really valid point, though. They should continue to do that where it's in theaters and you can also pay a premium price mm-hmm. to watch it early on Disney Plus, And then eventually it will just be on Disney Plus, just like they did yep. with Milan. You're right. They should be doing that. They should. Yeah. That would I'm make a lot sure more other sense. Other streaming services are doing that, right? I think Amazon does that and like certain like movie channels they do that mm-hmm. no reason yep. they can't follow suit like they're disney you are like the id company you're supposed to be setting the example mm-hmm. usually i mean that's how it's been but yeah disney has always been the front runner in change when it comes mm-hmm. to media mm-hmm. and i feel like since we took over probably star wars and we started going crazy on the marvel i feel like we're 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 backpedaling Mm-hmm. like they are putting content. so much more focus on those two things and not on animation and pixar mm-hmm. that when we do get animation and pixar it's been crap lately mm-hmm. i don't know now, what's going I'm, on yeah now too animation much property there's way too, too much, much intellectual property that and is true way yes. too much access to manipulating that the way they want to mm-hmm. true yeah. now i will say animation hasn't done anything lately and they're about to uh, november I yeah, think I, is when I believe it's around out. Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And it looks gorgeous and beautiful. Actually, yes. I am more excited about this than anything. Everyone was saying that Pixar was going to take over animation, that animation was going to go away. But honestly, animation is giving us enough time in between their stuff that we're getting anticipation for it. And I feel like Pixar mm-hmm. is just 
just shooting them out like nobody's business like we have inside out two coming at some point now Mm -hmm. i'm excited for that Mm -hmm. but still it's i mean and that one's a long time coming but we've had all this other stuff in between that it it muddles it up Mm -hmm. yeah i agree but i'm old so you know Mm -hmm. i agree but i mean half the half the stuff is just anticipation i mean that's like Mm -hmm. 90 not that's a bit like half of the whole experience of being a moviegoer and Mm -hmm. a disney fan Mm-hmm. and that's just media in general yeah. anticipation on anything that was coming out was a big thing and now because we have all these streaming services now no don't get me wrong i love them there's no commercials i can just watch mm-hmm. whatever i want to watch mm-hmm. but because i hated tv even as a kid because i hated commercials mm-hmm. um but because it's such like a now 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 all they're thinking about is money. So they're like, well, we need to get out as much as possible. So people still keep paying for our streaming service so we can make so much money. And it's like, when did you guys, like, I know you've always been heartless, but like, you're now soulless. Mm-hmm. You're heartless and you're soulless because all you're thinking about is money. Mm-hmm. And you're taking away the joy of, of of what the movies is supposed to be. Yeah. I also don't think they've done a great job of advertising films recently. No, not at as all. far as like what I would expect from Disney. You know, like granted, again, I don't watch TV either. I don't have regular TV, just streaming stuff. But still, if I'm on TikTok, Instagram, I mean, that's where you should be doing your ads, Facebook, and I'll see them. But I definitely am not seeing enough ads for Disney stuff, considering basically all I follow are like Disney accounts. It's true. Yeah. I saw a lot for Haunted Mansion. Mm-hmm. I did see but more I for follow, that. I follow Disney and State Farm because I work for State Farm. Mm-hmm. So I think it just kept bombarding me, mm-hmm. which I'm that's fine true. with. Haunted Mansion and Jake from State Farm, I'll take it all day long. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We got on a rant. I know. And I knew that was going to happen, but it had but to it be needed done. to happen. It just had to be done. Okay. So back to Lightyear. <laughs> all right. So runtime, it's an hour and 40 minutes long. As we obviously have said, it's Disney Pixar. It's a Disney Pixar movie. Rotten Tomatoes, critics gave it a 74%. Audiences gave it 84%, which that was higher than I thought it was going to be. And it's sitting at a 6.1 out of 10 on IMDb, which is also higher than I thought it was going to be on IMDb. Just saying. Yep. Yep. Now let's let's do the cast because we know this is going to be a giant thing. And I feel an Ashley rant coming on and we shall see. So Buzz Lightyear is not, is not Tim Allen. It is played by Chris Chris Evans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Kiki Palmer is Izzy. I love her. Love Kiki Palmer. Loved her as Izzy. Will forever mm-hmm. love Kiki Palmer. Forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Peter Son gets a shout out because he is socks. And again, probably the best character in the entire movie. Yep. Mm-hmm. Hands down. Yes. I want a robotic cat. And me too. Yeah, I think we yeah. all do. That has to happen. I'm telling you. It has to happen mm-hmm. in the future. Must happen. Mm-hmm. Taika Watiti was Mo. Very funny. Love him. <laughs> I loved it. Uh, I thought that Dale, was him too, as soon as he showed up. I was like, oh, is that Taika? Okay. Yeah, I mean, you could just tell. Like, even oh, the yeah. look of the character, I was like, right. it, it even looks like him. He just <laughs> so. inserts himself into everything. Mm-hmm, exactly. Uh, Dale Souls was Darby, who was that older convict. <laughs> she was, was funny. Yeah, she was <laughs> super funny. Super, super funny. And James Brolin was Buzz Lightyear, the like, older version, or mm-hmm. AKA Zerg. I did not hear that. Yeah, it was James Brolin. I, mm-hmm. I thought it was John Goodman at first. When Interesting. I first mm-hmm. Yeah. James well, first Paul. I thought it was just Chris Evans doing an older voice, and then I was like, "No, that's yeah, not that's Chris what Evans. I thought." No, mm-mm. Yeah. totally yeah. different like, actor. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Uzu Aduba was Alicia. Mary McDonald Lewis was Ivan, and that is important because I will share why I put her in here in a little bit. And Isa Whitlock Jr. was the. Um, evil well he wasn't that bad he was kind of a jerk but commander calvin cal burnside he kind of mm-hmm. sucked a little bit you know he came around though i guess so. hard edge hard, yeah. edge, hard edge there we go that's good yeah so pixar being pixar there are easter eggs and you know what i meant to look this up ashley can you do me a favor and see did they put the um pizza planet truck anywhere because i did not see that pop Ooh, up i didn't either and i meant to go I'll back look. and look it up and i just now i'm thinking i for, did not do that because i was tired <laughs> if they broke it. it i'm gonna be so mad they broke something else that i'm gonna complain about here in a little bit too there's just just nitpicky things to to talk about so while you're oh. uh, 
Did you find it when, already? When Buzz is speeding to his ship with socks by his side, uh-huh. he drives by some parked cars in the distance, one of them in the shape and color of the famous truck. Okay, good. Okay. Good. I totally forgot to double check so, that. So. Yes. He, it's there. <sighs> Thank you, Pixar. I'm just like, it has Thank to be. You there. did it. <laughs> <laughs> Four, what was is it the 419 isn't that the one that's all the number that's always in Pixar movies too um it's the for the school yeah I can't remember is that in every Pixar movie yeah I think it's in a lot of it's just in a lot of animation in general because a lot of the artists yeah. all went to the okay. same Wait, school what, in California what is this? I don't, yeah I what is oh it? you weren't a part of those episodes yet yeah. um, this is way OG yeah it was okay. like a long time ago we talked about well we did Pixar I think when we, we did Pixar yeah it, yeah uh, so there is a there's a school in it's uh is it California yeah Art, it's California California School of Arts um, yeah. there's a animation room uh I think it's I think it's room 419 mm-hmm. and um the animator a one oh my gosh yeah. where did I get 419 it's okay I had no idea so I had to look it up so go continue with your story um the uh the animators, anybody who went to that school, they start pretty much started their career in A113 mm-hmm. and they randomly add it into Pixar movies. Like if you watch like closely, you'll see things with this mm-hmm. number on there yeah, um, sure. referencing it. That's cool. But it does show up yeah. in other animations too, because literally like everybody apparently went to this school. So yeah. Yeah. Not just Pixar, any Disney things, DreamWorks, whatever. Nice. Yeah. I dig it. Okay, so some other Easter eggs now that we've nailed down the Pizza Planet truck. The oxygen tanks in the movie are actually the screen canisters used in Monsters, Inc., which I did notice that because they look exactly like ship's internal voice, Ivan, who I mentioned earlier, is the equivalent of a GPS and then acts like a real world misbehaving, annoying GPS. (laughs) GPS. <laughs> and as I said, it's voiced by Mary McDonald Lewis, who is actually the voice of OnStar's navigation system. And I just thought that was okay. funny that they used an actual voice who does the, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have that in here. Oh, do you? I didn't yeah, see it. It's not an Easter eggs because I was like, is it an Easter egg? So I have it down lower. It is. But I to didn't me. notice it. I couldn't decide. I was back and forth on where it goes. I do. Oh, have I didn't see it. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. Continue. But it just made me laugh when I read it because I'm like, I definitely have it. Um, hold on. I'll read it. I'll just skip down to it and then we'll come back. Um, okay. So on the ship, Buzz's ship, there's a piece of technology gives him trouble. He pops out the unit, blows into it to clear out the dust and then sticks it back in when it miraculously works, which is just like what we used to do with our Nintendo cartridges. Ah, gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As soon as he did it, like as soon as he oh, took yeah. that blue on and put it back, I'm like, oh yeah, that's <laughs> a Nintendo reference. Exactly. I feel like everyone who's so you know like millennials and older oh, yeah. laughed at that. Anyone who grew up in the 80s and 90s understands mm-hmm. that. Yeah, exactly. Yep. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, when he's doing his mission logs, Lightyear says the same reoccurring line from the Toy Story movies when landing on another planet. Buzz Lightyear to mission log. There appears to be no sign of intelligent life anywhere. Mm-hmm. And every instance of this is also interrupted in some way. So <laughs> there's a callback. And the Space Ranger suit that Darby wears throughout the film reads Tempest, which is a reference to Tempest from Morph, one of the one of the names being considered for Buzz Lightyear early in development of the original Toy Story. Okay, I'm sorry. You're gonna call him what? Tempest from Morph. <laughs> what is that? Apparently, they actually used that name in the 1992 test footage for the film, but I was like, well, that is terrible. Tempest? No. We referring to him as Buzz Lightyear, we'd be calling him Tempest for Morph. Why? Oh, thank goodness. They, they <laughs> that would never work. Welcome to 1955. <laughs> Just, what in the world? That's what it sounds like. It sounds like old school, old school. Shakespeare? It does sound like a B movie. Yeah, yeah, like I don't. That's just terrible. Something you see on like Mystery Science Theater. Like, uh, All right, Tempest from Morph. Yeah. It's so bad. It's That's so bad. Funny. So thank you, Pixar, oh, for not gosh. doing that. Yeah. Yes, thank you. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Derek's a front panel has the same inscription in the exact same handwriting that Private Vasquez wore in Aliens from 1986. It's. El Resigo Siempre Vive, The Risk Always Lives, which is analogous to Luck Favors the Bold. I thought that was fun. A little Interesting. Tiny. I think there was another, like a couple of times to aliens, actually. I think. Mm-hmm. 
The scene in the foggy forest is supposedly a nod to the Star Wars franchise. Interesting. I don't know. I mean, I get this from IMDb, so I mean. Mm. Trying to remember which was the foggy forest. Are, are you talking about when the vi- like when they got to the planet the first time believe, and it was foggy and the vines were so. coming after them? Yeah, I believe that's what they're talking about. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, can see it. Like if they're talking about like the garbage disposal system that's yeah. the only time well, that the, a vine comes after i'm not like, sure something gets him that it was does, all i got from imdb i don't know the little tentacle thing does come up and grab him the same way that it grabbed luke in the first yes that yeah oh. that's what i'm thinking yeah, but I, I can, yeah that that's I a see. weird nod i don't know and i don't know like, that that's even true first moon of endor it doesn't look a thing like it i don't no, know it doesn't no so i I'm think they're sure. making something I think they want to connect it to Star Wars. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it just made me laugh, so I put it in there. It's a shared universe, gosh darn it. It's all the same. Yeah, I don't know who got that from IMDb, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, okay, at the end of the movie, while Buzz is fighting against Zergs, Zerg, it shows the Atari symbol on the eject button within the XL-15 spaceship. So another big callback. Mm-hmm. During the first post credit scene, an alien statue from the claw scene in Toy Story can be seen on a pedestal stating Pixar. Also present is Bernie from Wally. So I think it was on the shelves. Like when the I didn't Burnside, watch any of the post credit scene. When Burnside is sitting there, I think they're on the shelves, but I couldn't I can't really see well enough to to tell. So we're just gonna assume this is accurate because I saw it in like three places. So yeah. I'll have to go back and watch those because I haven't watched them. Are there multiple post-credit scenes? I only remember one, but then Robbie turned it off, so I don't know if there was a second one. I didn't watch after the actual credits. I just saw the one where he's at his desk. He's like, yeah, (laughs) laser was it laser? Yeah, that's the one I saw, and I'm like, was there a second one? I don't know because he turned it off, and I was tired, and I was like, well, I don't know if there was a second one or not. The film's opening text is inspired by the opening text of Top Gun from 1986. And the spaceship Buzz and his team uses at the end of the movie resembles the box in which Toy Buzz mm-hmm. is delivered. Yeah. Mm, I see that now. Yeah, I saw and that. It did look just, yeah, it really did look. I saw that. I'm like, oh, is she? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Okay. An actual yep. tie-in to Toy there Story. There it is. Yeah. Uh, so some other general trivia. The opening text reads, in 1995, a boy named Andy got a Buzz Lightyear toy for his birthday. It was from his favorite movie. This is that movie. The perfect way to actually explain how this is connected. Because otherwise it's I didn't even I mean, it's just. Other one was like, wait, is it the same Buzz Lightyear? Is it not? Like, no, no, no. This is a fictional universe Mm -hmm. within a fictional universe. Yeah. It's a taco within a taco. Kind of. Except it's a horrible taco. It's a a moderately decent taco. It's a taco that you can enjoy on Saturday afternoon when there's no other tacos available yeah or like no, you can like get halfway through it and then just discard the rest because you're like oh i'm good i don't need to see the rest mm-hmm. you know yeah. i'm full it's yeah. fine yeah it's something you you watch when you're trying to go to sleep you want to take a nap it's like oh light years on all right this is fun <laughs> okay i can get behind that one yeah. okay so okay apparently the names of most of the characters share names with portland oregon bridges I don't know why. Hawthorne, Burnside, Morrison, Steele, and Selwood. Okay. I don't know. Are the creators from Oregon? I have no idea. I, I couldn't find any. They didn't explain it. They just said it. And I was like, sure, I'm going to share that because I don't understand it. But there it is. At the film's premiere, Chris Evans jokingly apologized to James Brolin for beating up his son, Josh Brolin, in Avengers Endgame. And I thought that was funny. <laughs> It is good. And this is the one that kind of makes me annoyed. So Pixar always has John Rassenberger in his the movies, whether he's a main character like he was in Toy Story or he's just some random side character. He is always, you can look it up, but it's Pixar lore that John is in the movie. He does a voice for somebody and he is not in this movie at all. What? Is he? He's not dead, is he? No. Then what the heck? I don't know. You couldn't give him like a robot to voice or something. I don't understand. I don't. <gasps> that really upset me. Hmm. It's no longer canon. John wasn't a part of it. It can't be Pixar. <laughs> so we just discard the whole. What thing. is canon anyway? <laughs> just let me have it. Oh boy. Okay. I'm becoming one of those people. Canon doesn't matter. 
All right. And then some criticisms about the movie. So John Lasseter, creator of the Buzz Lightyear character and the Toy Story franchise, expressed his disdain for the film. He said, um, I don't think I really have a quote from him. No, it just says he's the second one to criticize it. But yeah, he's he's not a fan. But I will point out that John Lasseter was um, kind of forcibly removed from Disney. So always keep that in mind too if he says yeah. anything about disney and pixar movies gotcha. he was kind of forced out so just saying you know was there like a controversy around that or I didn't oh friend yes. yeah yeah uh, i, I, I think whatever he says kind of with a grain of salt because he, he was part mad. of the uh me too movement oh, and okay, yeah gotcha. but don't worry he's ahead of another animation studio now so he's fine which one Oh gosh, I can't remember which one it is now. But it, look. yeah, I I don't understand. I, I just it, that's Hollywood for you. It's just yeah. whatever. Now he's at that a smaller studio. It doesn't matter, right? Then he had all these accusations against him. <sighs> Skydance. Skydance. That's not little. That's that. I see that a lot. Well, I mean, smaller than like Disney and Pixar. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there you go. Interesting. And we got Tim Allen. He said of Lightyear, it's a wonderful story. It just doesn't seem to have any connection to the toy. And it's a little, I don't know. It just has no relationship to Buzz. It's no connection. I just wish there was a better connection. And one of the other things things Alan said is that Toy Story films are magical because they're really more like buddy films. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Okay. I don't know. (sighs) Yes and no. Like, I like the Woody and Buzz dynamic, but I feel like it's more ensemble than buddy. They definitely expanded out. It really is about all the toys, not just Woody and Buzz. It expanded out starting in the second yeah. one. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The the first one was more buddy buddy. The right. second one was the ensemble. Mm-hmm. But I, think, I, I I understand what Alan's saying. And I, I understand what he's saying. I just I, I don't know. Like, well, I mean, by the third one, it was like we were rooting for everybody. You know, it was mm-hmm. like we mm-hmm. needed everybody. Mm-hmm. I guess he just sees like, you know, Buzz and Woody is like the central part of Toy Story. Yeah. Yeah, like Which Batman, is true. Superman. You can't mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of people say you can't have you can't have toy you can't have Buzz without Woody and you can't have Woody without Buzz mm-hmm. in a Toy Story story. That's why if there's a Toy Story five, if Woody does not come back in some way, shape, or form, What's there's the going to be a revolt. Mm-hmm. And so with this Buzz Lightyear movie, you literally have no Woody, and it was a revolt. We're like, what the heck? Because <laughs> Woody is not like, a real person. Why. It, it wasn't. Well, I mean, it wasn't the Buzz Lightyear either. we know though. That's the thing. Like, I'll give my thoughts on it, but it's like it's. It's not the toy Buzz Lightyear. Okay, let me share my last thing because I'm loving to get, I really want to get into this. So last quote is from, um, um, it's still Alan. No, wait. Yeah, it is Alan. I don't know why I thought I had something from Tom. I don't know. I guess I didn't have a quote from, I guess Tom Hanks didn't really pick a side. He just was kind of like, I don't really get the movie. I think he just said something general like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm sorry. I really thought I had a quote from him and that's why I was like, why does it say it's Hanks and I, all right. So last quote from Tim Allen, he, as you just said, Ashley, it's Hanks and I, there's really no Toy Stories buzz at that Woody. So there you go. End of scene. There you go. They, they didn't need to make this. This was not needed. This was not asked for. It was not something that the Disney community wanted. Like, I don't understand why they thought this was needed. We've we've been satisfied with the Toy Story lineup. Why do we need the prequel to how Buzz came to be a toy? It wasn't a prequel, though. It's literally, it, it's, it's literally, it's its own separate thing. That's the way I saw it. I, but it's, a prequel, it's not. It's a prequel about the toys. It's a prequel about the fictional character within a fictional universe. Because Buzz Lightyear is a real man in this universe in this particular universe. But mm-hmm. in the Toy Story universe, Buzz Lightyear is a fictional character. And then in our verse, it's a fictional character of a fictional character. But again, they, they if this was supposed to be a standalone and Buzz Lightyear, it was supposed to have no connection. I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't like it. 
I don't like it. I don't, I didn't want it. I didn't, it's, it's pointless in my opinion. I don't know how to explain it how, more than I didn't want it. <laughs> most of what's out now is pointless. That's why I just kind of take it with a grain of salt. I mean, it's like, you're going to make a shameless money grab. Might as well make it about a universe within a universe. Yeah, but just even putting that text at the beginning that apparently I missed oh, about yeah. saying that um, we always wondered uh, or whatever about Buzz, this is the movie that mm -hmm. the toy was based off of. Mm -hmm. Why did we need this? Who thought that we needed a movie to figure out where Buzz, the toy Buzz came from? And if that was the case, why wasn't it more consistent with what Buzz like acts like his character is in the Toy Story universe? Because he's, he's a, a little toy. bit more, but that's the thing. He's supposed to be the Buzz Lightyear character. He's supposed to be acting like the character from whatever, however they brought him up. So wouldn't that be what the character is like when he's in the movie? He's a little bit more goofy. He's a little bit more, um, I mean, he already acted like he didn't, or he, he was already very loyal, but then there's the whole, like the canon of in Toy Story, you tell us that Zerg is his father, even though it was supposed to be some Star Wars joke, you mm -hmm. put it in there. Now you're going to, and for this storyteller who hates plot holes or changes, you're going to now go into this movie and say, oh, no, it wasn't his father. It is actually the time version, time, uh, time travel version of an older self of himself. That is just beyond confusing. See, for me personally, I wish they had done away with both. Like, obviously, mm -hmm. so if, if they were to make an actual movie that was based off the toy, it would have just been very obviously Star Wars. So, like, if you're doing a toy version of it, it's like, okay, we can, you're kind of, like, making fun of it. But, like, okay, now we're getting into, this is an actual movie. This is literally the plot of Star Wars. So, I'm like, okay, I wish they had gotten rid of the older version and the father and just make Zerg, like, this malevolent. Agreed. I agree. With Agreed. That. Yeah, I didn't like the I time agree. traveling thing or the idea of it, it being it his was, father. It was unnecessary. Like, it was also more or less, I don't know if you ever saw the old Lost in, Splay, in Space from the 90s that no. came out that had, like, William Hurt and, and um, a couple other people in it. But there was a similar plot line in that where like this kid sees an older version of himself in this time bubble. It's similar thing. But, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. No, I'm not saying they should have done Zerg being his father, but don't mm -hmm. change it. Just make them villains. Just make yeah, him no, a no, villain, I'm, make I'm them adversaries and, mm -hmm. and fight. Like, and he didn't even look like Zerg. He, he was a massive robot. That's not even, maybe that's he how Zerg's supposed Isn't to look. How he, they looked how pretty similar yeah, yeah, to me. He looked yeah. weird to me. I mean, he was like bigger why. and bulkier than the toy, yeah. but they're toys. So, I mean, I give yeah, him some liberty true. with that, you know? That's true. It just, it looked weird. Um, but yeah, I just, uh, I don't know. The, I thought the biggest thing, issue with me going into this was going to be Buzz's voice because I was so annoyed that it wasn't Tim Hanks or Tim Hanks, oh my God, <laughs> Tim Allen. Might as well be. Might as well be, yeah. Tim Allen. But actually, just the storyline in general was very annoying to me. Chris actually did okay with the voice. Mm -hmm. I couldn't tell the difference at first. There were moments where I'm like, oh, that's Chris's voice. Mm -hmm. But most of the time, he sounded like a Buzz Lightyear to me. Mm -hmm. And James did a great job, too. I didn't, I couldn't tell the difference. I, I was actually pleasantly surprised with the voices. But the just the plot line, I'm like, what is happening? Mm -hmm. When it comes to, like, when Zerg comes in. I thought it was interesting how they, um, how like the beginning part of of like they're stuck on this planet and they're trying to get back and he's he's going forward in time because he's trying to hit hyperspace. I thought that was interesting. I mm -hmm. thought that was an interesting plot line. And then when they brought when he gets too far and there's Zerg because he's just he just keeps jumping so he doesn't know when an enemy comes in. I'm like, oh, here's where it's gonna get good. We're gonna have mm -hmm. we're gonna have good mm -hmm. versus evil and it's gonna be great. And then mm -hmm. they pull this this crap and I'm like, and you lost me. I'm done. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, that one I I definitely agree on that. Like I was yeah. waiting for like what I remember from Toy Story to be like, okay, how are we gonna see this on the big screen, quote unquote, mm -hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And that's what I was I was getting kind of annoyed too. I was like, okay, I have, we've seen glimpses of Zerg. Why don't we see more of Zerg? Like, I want to see more of this force, not just his little minions. Mm -hmm. Like the weird little robots. Up, it's like, all right, finally we're getting Zerg. And then it's like, no, just kidding. Like, uh, okay, no, I'm not, I'm not into that. I but also have a question because this is from 19, 1995, right? <laughs> 
I wish the Our movie 1995 or their 1995. Right. Like, I don't understand. Like, yeah, I had a little problem with that too, because I'm like, it just feels like a 2022 movie. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I wish, I don't know how they could have done it, but I almost wish it would have had more of a 90s feel to it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that I'm like, this doesn't feel like a 95. Like, I can't believe that Andy in 1995 watched this movie in theaters. It just does not feel that way to me. <sighs> I don't know. Like, I feel like this is something I would have watched at that age in theaters. Because I, 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 like I said, the, and maybe that's why they did this particular plotline, because it is very similar to the 90s version of the Lost in Space movie. Mm, okay. So that's, I don't know, maybe they were trying to reference that in some way. I don't know. Maybe it was just like the stylistic movie. choices with some of it. I yeah. don't know. But it just but felt like it could have used a little 90s movie. punch to it like some sort of vibe Mm -hmm. that told me like this was a 95 you know film yeah yeah add a little more like tongue-in-cheek to it yeah Mm -hmm. something yeah something to just give it that feel he was he was too serious for me buzz Mm -hmm. was too serious that may be what kind of lost me with it as well because like in the first 30 minutes like the very first act i was just like this is kind of boring like i'm really not into this and then when the time thing picked up i was like okay now this is interesting okay he's going forward in time he's losing his friends like mm-hmm. we saw this you know I've, I've seen this plot done before and it's it's fine like, yeah it's, you know i connected yeah. me emotionally mm-hmm. but yeah mm. i don't know i give it a two out of ten i'm not a fan <laughs> i will probably never watch this You're again way harsher than me oh my goodness okay just i can't get behind it i can't it's just we all have those movies that it's just you're one that you it's one that you just can't you can't do and this one's one of mine now it's on my Mm -hmm. list i can't do it okay i'm sorry but anybody else out there loves it go for it good luck i hope you enjoy it Mm -hmm. no judgment i i I just can't do it i'd say that that my final view it's like it's cute it's Mm. not horrible it's not brilliant it's fine mm. it's okay it's like middle of the run yeah. for pixar movies i definitely think there are some pixar movies i disliked more than this i don't know if there's any i've disliked more than this maybe i don't think there is i don't one. like dinosaur i can't do it. the dinosaur one i don't like that movie oh, i think it's yeah, boring and it has dinosaur. no plot to it and it yeah. was practically Disney's version of Land Before Time, except worse. It was yeah. just the story wasn't there, and the characters just were not. It just is not my favorite. I'd probably put it on the same level as Dinosaur for me. I haven't seen Luca, so I don't. I don't know about that one to to rate it because I heard it was terrible and I never watched it. So I'll probably get the firing squad for this, but I'll be honest, I didn't care for my for Finding Nemo. Wasn't a fan. Who doesn't <laughs> finding me? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you don't have I'm to a, like finding okay, me. I'm just saying. It's fine. <laughs> it's like that meme when a uh, uh, guy gets all the swords pointed at him. Like, what will give you this response? Mm-hmm. When Flynn Rider gets all the swords pointed at him. What opinion? I don't sing. This response? Mm-hmm. I didn't care for Finding Nemo. Mm-hmm. That's okay. fine. You don't have to I'm like okay Finding Nemo. Yeah. yeah. If you said like Wally or Inside Out. Oh, I love Wally. Or Wally and Inside who, Out are like top two. If you don't like Wally, Thank like you. there's something wrong with you. Like you're uh, yeah. seriously a serial killer in disguise. Yes. 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 Maybe. Oh, I love Wally. Wally. I think I saw that might be three or four yeah. times when that one came out. Oh my gosh. I, I watched it on repeat when I got it. And you would think having a movie where like no one's talking for so much of it would not be that great. And it's just, see, that's the problem. This I love one is okay. But when you look at like Wally, you know what Pixar can do, and you're just exactly the, the fact that it's mediocre and it's Pixar. That's the problem. Pixar yeah. is not known for being mediocre. I know, but they've been mediocre lately. They have not exactly. been hitting out of the park recently. So they have yeah. not. Yeah. I mean, what was Luca? We heard we haven't watched it because we don't know if it's any good. Um, we've heard bad things about it. What else was criticized? Um, the turning red for turning red. We're gonna find that out this month. I've seen it though. Um, I didn't think it was terrible, but you know, there. Well, the problem is on my end when I see criticisms for some of these. Like I saw a bunch of criticisms for Buzz Lightyear, but it all came from a religious standpoint, and it's just like because oh, of like a two second this... scene that wasn't even anything. Like... There was literally nothing. What is your oh, problem? My goodness, they got married. They got married. They then they give like a brief little kiss, like oh, 
Horrifying. Horrifying. I know. I know. It's the gay agenda. It's the gay agenda. How dare two consenting adults love each other? Like, who cares? My goodness. I know. I know. And Um, then you're just discarding the entire friendship that they built between those two characters with butt. Oh my gosh. Like, come on, people. I will say, see, and I think that was the other thing I hated. They did the time travel thing because I wanted, like, Izzy's great. Mm-hmm. But I wanted more of him and Alicia. Yes. It would have been a lot better if they'd oh, been them throughout. Sure. It really would have been better if it was yeah. them throughout the whole thing. Like, maybe nothing against Izzy. Izzy's adorable. But she is, yeah. Mm-hmm. It'd be like a similar buddy film, but like in that particular universe. Exactly. We would have had the buddy film. Yeah. Oh, it made me so sad when every time he came back, he just missed her whole life. And I'm like, could you just stop? Just, just take a break from what you're doing, dude. Yeah. You're missing Spend all of it. time with your family. I had such a hard Ugh. time. I was like, Buzz, you're not the brightest person, but you can't be this dense. Like, you're literally missing your friend's entire existence. And you're just like, okay with it. Oh, that was the worst. I hated that. It was. If you're going to build a time machine, Buzz, go back and stop being so stupid. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, the evil Buzz. Oh, dear Lord. Well, yeah, I didn't care for her for that entire it had potential but i didn't care for the way it was drawn out mm-hmm. no and they squished the they squished the one-eyed socks too that made me so upset i thought he was oh, gonna rescue the, the one-eyed socks and then smash and i was like this is terrible how dare you mm-hmm. i know and because one-eyed socks is like you're helping me it's like i like this version of you better <laughs> i know right? please rescue him mm-hmm. please rescue him uh, okay, can we talk about socks for a minute? Because he is adorable. Absolutely. Only good thing in this movie for me. Like, how I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm just biased because I love because I'm a huge droid fan in Star Wars. I love Wally. Mm-hmm. I just have this thing with these little adorable robots. They're so just cute. so cute. They are. They're precious. I, I love it. I want a little robot. I, need I don't a need the big AI crap. I just want a droid. Everybody a needs droid. everybody needs a socks. That's what I'm convinced at now. Friendly little robot pal. Yes. Emotional support robot. Mm-hmm. 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 Agreed. Because he was. I love when he was in the in the helmet. He's like, I can't see socks. What about now? What about now? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you're so cute. Oh my god. We went on a total rant. Dan, you have a ton of notes here. Is there anything here you haven't said yet? Ashley just had to of... had to vomit out all I of her. Had to vomit. So yeah. No, I mean I, I pretty much I think we pretty much covered everything I was gonna say. Did like, we? I, I didn't okay. really have any there were major quotes, but you know, um yeah, no, I mean it I, I will say this. One thing that kind of that did bug me, we sort of covered it, but one thing Pixar is known for is that like there's usually a dynamic where obviously it's made with kids in mind but made in such a way to where adults and kids can usually enjoy it and mm-hmm. this didn't have that but no. I feel like this was made more just with kids in mind you know what I mean or is that just me see I don't even know how kids would if I was a kid watching this I it wouldn't felt, have a it wouldn't have liked this if it, it felt like spoon fed like the like i liked the moral of it like it's okay you know mm-hmm. facing your fears asking for help teamwork all that it's good yeah you know moral mm-hmm. lesson mm-hmm. but i don't know like it's a good they delivered it in such a way to where it's like hey if you're five years old you're gonna get a lot out of this if you're 35 mm-hmm. years old you probably won't gotcha yeah. Yeah. whereas inside out yeah i can Wally see that it's not like that you oh know, it was boy like, everyone's yeah. gonna get something out of oh, it oh gosh inside out was interesting i just watched it it, oh my gosh yes one of my favorite pixar movies of all time um i was watching a video of it the other day and it kind of blew my mind because i didn't think about it at the time because you're Mm. so focused on the daughter Mm. that you don't really focus on you might not focus on the parents unless you're like really good at focusing on all the different things um but they they're they were talking about how probably your main emotion is what rules your life mm-hmm. so like the mom was probably battling depression because her main one was sadness yeah and the dad had anger so he must have been ruled like he has anger issues and yeah. i was like why did i not get that when i first watched this movie i, mm-hmm. I did definitely notice that when it Me came too. out i was like oh interesting so this Poor is mom. how yeah it, it just didn't click with me at that point because i was so focused on like 
joy and 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 the the um the stuff there because you think about it and you don't really see the parents interactions and how they actually act outside of what's going on with their with their daughter so Mm -hmm. i'm like huh interesting sorry Mm -hmm. off topic did did it ever make you like wonder what your little voice like what your little oh my gosh always always i -hmm. still wonder Mm -hmm. (laughs) i still wonder what little uh voices are going on in there Mm -hmm. i'm just happy they're doing finally a second one because i've been wanting it for so long but they kept giving us like soul and now elemental and i'm like oh that's the other one that's going on right now elemental i didn't see either of those i forgot it was in theaters i forgot it was too and we saw a lot of movies recently and i (laughs) i forgot yeah uh soul was good it was no inside out but it was good it was yeah it was good. I I mean, I liked it. I liked Soul. Um, yeah. I probably, it's not one that I'm just going to pick up and watch. No, I agree. Probably not. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'll probably watch Elemental when it gets to Disney Plus just because I, I am a sucker for like a fantasy book about Elemental Magic. So this mm-hmm. is kind of aligning with that. So I'm mm-hmm. like, I'll probably watch it just to see if it's any good. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Even though it's nothing to do with Elemental Magic. They're just the different elements. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, Pixar is just, yeah. I feel it's it almost like they're running out of ideas. Well, because they're they're releasing something every year. Yeah. I wish they they're would They're not slow ones down. to normally do that. No, yeah, like not. just slow down, think about the story, spend a little more time developing it. Yeah. It's okay. Mm-hmm. They will come if it's a good story. Yeah. It's okay I'm if it takes you five years to create something again. I'm, I'm I know we have not, digital. You know, yeah, that might not really be up to them though. Like whatever the corporate above. Yeah, them who knows what Disney is I, requesting of them? Well, given Pixar's track record, like it seems like if they're pumping out content constantly, it's because they're being forced to pump out content constantly. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like if they had their choice, they would take their time, like they've been doing. But mm-hmm. yeah, because it would be every couple years. You're right. We would get a movie, mm-hmm. not every single year. Right. It's usually like every other year. Mm-hmm. Like one year we'd get Pixar, next year we'd get animation, and it would just go. It was, it was a good like balance. that pattern. Yeah, and I liked that. I think yeah. it was a better balance. And again, it gave you something to look forward to. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then you can revisit all your old favorites on your DVDs or now your streaming services. Like mm-hmm. I just, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then. <laughs> Are, are we ever going to do the, since we're talking about controversy, are mm. we ever going to, do, do you want to do a Snow White episode when we can watch the new Dum Dum one and talk about that controversy? I'm hoping that like Cinderella, I will enjoy the live action more. We shall see. Then, then the animation. I have a horrible feeling that because I've seen so much, so many um, videos and articles about her her and 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 uh uh Gil Gad- is it Gilgadot? Oh, Gal Gal Gadot. Yeah, yeah. Um, and what they're saying about the movie that I'm afraid to watch it because I feel like my view on it's already been tainted. That annoys me though. I wish actors would just shut up. Like you just got paid to do your movie. Shut up about well, it. Don't don't come I, out there and complain about it. Like how much money did Disney just give you to do the movie? Shut up. Go promote it. Oh yeah. Apparently her PR team's trying to like rework everything, but it's too late. It's all over the internet. That like, just annoys no, me. There's yeah, nothing. see, because there's gonna be a lot of people out there now who will already make up their minds. This is why I don't I try and read nothing anymore about whatever I want to go see. Cause if I want to see it, I want to see it and I don't really care what you think i didn't it. want to see this so yeah. i didn't care mm-hmm. um, i've never given i mean snow uh, white so yeah i've mm. never cared one way or another about snow white so i'm just like hey look another remake we'll yeah i mean i'll yeah. might check it out because again i did like cinderella's live action oh i love that was like one of the best live actions and i'm not as much it. into the cartoon for obvious reasons obvious oh, yes oh, i love the cartoon oh well that's cute yeah, I, for you I do. It's perfect. It's not terrible. I mean, it's that not was, terrible. I just can't do that. The... That was one of the first movies I ever saw ever in life. So it's like in my that, base psyche. That's a nice memory. I like that story. I like Cinderella. I mm-hmm. don't, it's, she's no Belle. She's no Aladdin for me, mm-hmm. but I appreciate Cinderella. Yeah. Snow White. Mm-hmm. The voice. I have, 
the story. I have the appreciation for Snow White in the fact that it was the first full length animated yes. movie that's mm-hmm. kind of started everything. Yes. Good job, Walt Disney. After, Rest in peace. You know, Mickey Mouse. So but. I have that appreciation for it that it shouldn't, that even though I don't enjoy watching the storyline very often, mm-hmm. um, even though I don't enjoy watching the storyline, I have the appreciation that I'm not going to, I'm not going to tear it apart to mm-hmm. the point of that it's the worthless movie. Because number no. one, I know the context of the time period that it was created. Mm-hmm. And number two, it is a it is a pillar for the Disney community. So for the fact that this woman has come in, not even woman, she's a little girl. This little girl has come in and is tearing down one of the pillars of the Disney community. She is literally created created herself, made herself a villain she's, to like the hardcore Disney community because of what yeah. she's doing. Mm-hmm. She she's pulling a Shia LaBeouf. I was thinking with Indiana Jones. Jones. Doing the exact same thing he did. That's going to bite her so bad. Yeah. And who's going to want to work with her? It already is biting her. I mean, you're not going to want to work with her knowing she might go out there and just talk about how much she can't stand your movie. I mean, who's going to want to hire her? And Mm -hmm. and I will say, I don't like that they changed. I, I... I am very much, I, I am a purist when it comes to like moving these from one side to like from animation to a realist. So the fact that they changed uh, the dwarfs to not being dwarfs oh, is a little they? concerning for me. Cause I'm like, what happened? Why there, there's a whole, there's a point to why they're dwarfs in the animation. So I'm just, I don't know what why they, they did that. To, like, regular, they... regular, like what? just other, other entities, other, I don't know if they're like, I think I don't know if they're like people or if they're like supposed to be magical creatures, other magical beings. I don't know. They're not dwarfs. But... There's just these weird little tiny, you know, little, little people. No, they're not tiny. They're, they're oh, they're, they're full size. size people. Yeah, they're full size. But people. there's no specific thing as to what they're called. Not that we know of yet. I don't get they're that just either. Weird magical blobs. They kind of fit into something. Whatever. It's fine. Just give me money. And apparently, there's no real like. There's no prince. Oh, of course, Which, we don't need no men. Men suck. That, yeah, okay. Boo, apparently, boo, boo, it's supposed boo. to be a th- feminist. It's men pretty bad. much going to be a feminist I, movie, is bad. what I've heard. Understand. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I don't care for that storyline, but that is the storyline of Snow White. I know. Mm. See, I've yeah. read nothing about this, and I probably will not, but uh, okay. Sorry. It's no, just, it's not your it's fault. It's been on my mind, and I'm it. like, what is happening? Because there was someone on TikTok, they made a video, they're like, they showed other princesses, other actresses who have played princesses and how they like talked about how they they um, appreciate the character and they're just doing like a little modern twist. Like they're they're a lot, the PR, they listen to their PR team on how mm-hmm. to present it. Mm-hmm. And then we had, they showed the comparison of the new Snow White mm-hmm. and they're like, you're doing, you're, you're screwing everything up. Like, do you mm-hmm. see these women? These women at least have an appreciation for what they're doing. Why are you playing a princess? Like she even admitted on, on one interview that Snow White scared her as a child and she didn't like Snow White. Mm-hmm. So why are you playing Snow White? <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah. yeah. I think it's going to bomb in the box office. Yeah. Well, I think the only attention. people who are going to go are little feminists. Well, that's funny because like it got my attention because I've known some people, I know a few people in real life and then some people on TikTok who are hardcore feminists and they're dunking on this movie. Like they're, oh, are they? on, they're dunking on the actor. Yeah. They're like, oh, so I know not. One like, no, no, no. I don't need Snow White to be, you know, boss lady. Exactly. Like, she's a sweetheart. Yeah. I want a sweetheart. Yeah. So I'm like, well, okay, you got my attention. <laughs> in in this world, people think that because we're trying to get equal rights on everything that we need to, like, we always have to be independent. We always have to take care of ourselves. Mm-hmm. So have to do this, this, and this. I'm like, no, no, we just want respect. That's mm-hmm. it. That's all what feminism really is supposed to be about. Mm-hmm. I am okay with being a little bit more dainty and having my boyfriend take care of some of the harder things or um, taking care of me when I need to be taken care of. Like, I don't need to be independent 24-7. Mm-hmm. and not rely on anybody that mm-hmm. is the opposite of how we were created we were created to be relationship with people and mm-hmm. to go the route that some of these people are taking it it makes you unrelational and that's why we're i think we're having problems in relationships because of some of this like mm-hmm. literature and and thought process and mm-hmm. teachings but that's yeah. we just went on a different this movie has really started. brought out the the feelings <laughs> today yeah 
Yeah. Yeah. So well, in a way, it kind of circles back around to what we were talking about with Buzz. Like as 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 many issues as we have with Buzz, there is a moral of stop trying to do it all yourself. Like ask yes, your friends true. for help. You know, that was like the with point. all the problems, like there's still a pretty good moral there. Mm -hmm. So, and I feel that can apply on the other side as well. Mm -hmm. Stop bringing my rant back around. Thank uh, you. Man. Yeah, this is why we need Dan. Yes. Everything has everything. It's all connected. Everything's all connected. Oh goodness! All right. Well, anything else about Lightyear? Did we cover? I think we maybe covered. I think I I have nothing. Everything at this point. I wrote a lot, but I said pretty much everything I already wanted to say. Yeah, I was kind of skimming it, and I was like, I think you actually did mention everything. Yeah. Yeah. Really and truly. Yeah. The only thing we didn't talk about was the sandwich scene. Oh, you did make oh, a yeah, comment that, about that. You're right. That was just the only thing. I, I didn't have any specific quotes that I liked, but the sandwich thing was pretty funny. The it was. Meat, bread, meat. Bread, meat, bread? How, how long did you do it like that? Oh, it's too much bread. bread. Too much bread. <laughs> but then Which, your fingers what, are all slimy. Exactly. <laughs> that makes me think of Spider-Man Homecoming, where he's, um, he says the line to, um, I forget the character's name, but uh, uh, Donald, uh, Tattles Gambino. Mm -hmm. He's like, it's like, oh yeah, it's too much bread. He's like, oh, I like bread. Mm -hmm. I like bread. Who wants a slimy uh, sandwich? I'm sorry, not me. Right. I don't want a slimy sandwich though. Mm -mm. I don't like the feature. Mm -mm. No. All right. Well, Pixie Dusters, let us know what your thoughts are of Lightyear in our social media uh, comments section. I'm assuming Sammy will be putting some stuff up uh, during this week for I'm Lightyear. Try to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, let us know what you think and come back next week because we will be talking about Hamilton. Woohoo. Exciting. Yes. So exciting. Bye, Pixie Dusters. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast featuring Dan. The show is written and produced by Ashley and Sammy, except for those manifestos, which are all written by Dan himself. Intro and audio editing by Sammy, logo created by Ashley. The show is produced as part of the Limitless Broadcasting Network. Make sure you check out all of our other shows and have a magical day.